0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law presented by T-Mobile, the
1: official wireless partner of Odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings. There's never been a better time to join T-Mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Let's bring our buddy Larry Krueger in who of course will be along with Lo Neal the guy. Uh, the guys who uh, who walk you up to kickoff right here on 95.7 The Game. And, Lair, uh, on the boxer and Gerson guest line, I want to start with the finish because you were resonating in my head during that game on Saturday night. You had said 24-13, It was going to be close. I hated that. I didn't want to believe it. You were absolutely right. So I don't want to hear you say it again. Larry, don't say it again. My guys, yeah, Larry, is is it going to be close again? I feel
1: good. I feel good this week about maybe a little bit more separation. I, I think the Lions are tremendous, but um, I just think the Forty ers had you know Brock pretty doesn't have two bad games back to back. One of the best articles, guys, that's out there on this Niner thing, and I've read you know all day a bunch of stories is Kyle Madsen. You know our buddy Madsen who wrote three reasons for optimism for the Niners in the championship game. And go go check it out. It's on NinersWire, uh, usatoday.com. Um, and one of them, he says that, you know, Brock, and he's right, Brock Purdy doesn't really have two bad games in a row. And, you know, the last time he had a quarterback rating of 86.7 or worse, he came back the next week with 124.7 rating. So, you know, he... He does tend to bounce back. I think that's on. I think that's true, and I think he will. I think they're, they're going to play well and beat the Lions.
3: How much of that do you think is predicated on the weather and the bad weather? Clearly got to Brock last week. He had the glove on, and the glove came off. It was rainy. It was difficult. He struggled. Looks like the forecast is for mid-60s at the kick, a little bit cooler after that, but no rain. Is the weather as much of an indicator for Brock that he'll play well?
1: I think there's no question at this point that we have enough evidence that shows that he doesn't play particularly well with a wet ball. Heck, we saw something last week that we've never seen before, and that's a guy rubbing his pants when the ball is still in his, you know, he's already taken the snap and he's trying to dry off his hand. I mean, I think that speaks loudly about how he deals with uh, the wet conditions. But um, I just expect he's going to play well because, I mean, the, the Lions are 27th in passing yards. And I think they, they've got two corners that I don't think are going to be able to stand up. And I think he'll bounce back in drier conditions. He looked, to me, if there was the number one thing that, you know, when I asked him about it this week, he said, you know, I made that throw to Savage, and I was tentative after that and late on the checkdowns. And, um, you know, that's very honest, it's candid, but I think he's also right on the money.
2: You know what, that, that comment, I'm glad you brought that up, Larry. Larry Kruger joining us on Weathered and Dibs because... Um, in a way that made me a little bit uncomfortable because it's the second time that he's admitted that a mistake in the game will kind of shake his emotions. And I think we hear from a lot of teammates that that, that that's not what happens. Like Brock is going to be aggressive no matter what. But you know, he mentioned in the Ravens game like, yeah, man, I didn't I, I, it was like, I don't want to keep throwing interceptions. So those were on my mind. Same thing here. Like, is that a concern for you that Brock's confidence can still get shaken in such a way?
1: No, I don't think, I, I think you're misreading that. I don't think it's his confidence. Um, I think it's just, you know, kind of when you play that position, it, there's a there's a rhythm to the whole thing. And it's not just all success. And, um, you know, sometimes they beat you. You know, sometimes they you feel like they're reading your mail um that you need to make adjustments it's no different than like a baseball game where you make adjustments to the pitcher so i think that's what that's that's about to me i mean the guy comes across as as very confident uh, every guy in that room believes that he's going to you know win games you know i mean the the guy's whatever 17 and 5 or whatever it is 3 and 1 in the playoffs um so i mean he's had a lot of success and the guys believe in him but it, it is interesting i think more than anything mark he's just introspective
3: how do you feel about the Niners' ability to run the ball? I know the Lions' run defense is their strength, and you know Christian McCaffrey may or may not be still nursing that injury that kind of nagged him for the last month or so of the year. Do you think the Niners can get back to establishing some ground attack, Larry?
1: Well, I mean, I mean they're absolutely going to have to. Um, the thing about it, Dibs, that's really kind of scary is that Detroit, the Niners want to run on first down typically with McCaffrey, And Detroit's the number one run defense in the league on first down. They give up 3.3 yards on first down. And so it's a really huge challenge. Do you run against the number one run D on first down on first down, or do you try to mix it up and come back with the run on second down and try to maybe take them out of their normal rhythm? So I I think that's one of those game, the game within the game, that we're going to see in the first quarter.
2: Larry, talk to us about the edge rushers of the Forty ers the strength of the Lions' offensive line, or are, are, are their tackles? And so these matchups that Bosa and Young and others will be facing throughout the game is high level stuff. How do you break it down?
1: Well, I think it's going to be you know Penaezool is a phenomenal offensive tackle, maybe the best right tackle in a long time, and so he's really dominant. He's six six, he's three thirty. You know, he's really he's awesome, but he's better in the run game. Uh, Taylor Decker, Buckeye, you know, Bosa's watched him for years. We talked about it earlier this week. Those guys are the strength. Ragnow's banged up. He's a terrific center. I mean, he's as good as any in the league, but he's got two different injuries. He didn't practice a lot this week. Jonah Jackson had been their left guard, and he was really talented. Uh, now they're going to a really raw kid, Coyote, Awaseka, and he hasn't played a lot. Uh, and Glasgow inside, and Ragnow, and, and Awaseka. I think if you're the 49ers, you have to find a way to challenge Goff uh, in the A-gap, mostly because he doesn't move well laterally. and I think that's pressuring him in the A-gap um, all night or all afternoon, I think, is going to be a big part of the game plan, I would, I would imagine.
3: Is it Armstead and Hargrave, or can Javon Kinlaw finally start to live up to his first-round billing?
1: Yeah, I mean, Dibs, I think it's just all hands on deck. I mean, at this point, um, I mean, Je- Sebastian Joseph Day played more snaps, I believe, last week than Kinlaw. So they kind of went to Sebastian Joseph Day, who's a little bit more explosive. But Kinlaw is way stronger. And I, I think I would put my money more on Kinlaw just being able to bull rush uh, and impact the quarterback. Some guys are not going to get there. I mean, the 49ers are having a hard time sacking the quarterback. Bosa hasn't sacked the quarterback in the playoffs in quite a while now. Uh, he needs to have a huge day. They, Goff needs to feel the 49er defensive line in this game, or this is going to be a really rough game.
2: Yeah, I agree with you there. We've said that a couple of times on this one. But, but Larry, give us a little bit more of an umbrella view here because I think that, that everyone who's watching 49ers games is looking at that defensive line and going, okay, not a lot of sacks. I get that there's some pressures and hits. The production is not what we thought it it was going to be. What do you see? Is something wrong? Well, I mean,
1: you know, there. first of all, Chase Young has a big name, and he's not the player that he was when he first came into the league and when he was at Ohio State. So even though he's got a big name and may command some sig- significant money if he has a big couple games here, but he to this point, he has just been a decent edge set.
2: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free
1: job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And kind of a try-hard guy, but a lot of that special edge quickness I don't see. Gregory, I think I do see a lot more speed, um, but they're just not getting home. Beal is probably the fastest edge rusher they got. They, You're right. I mean, I think one of the things we're seeing is that, you know, it, there's reasons for this. Teams are leaving backs in to chip the ends pretty consistently. Um, you know They're leaving extra guys in to block this front four. Um, I don't think Detroit will, though, because Detroit's got a good enough line where they won't need to. But, I mean, the 49er defensive line, if it gets dominated in this game, there's a lot of guys with big reps and big names there. They get dominated in this game, and it's going to be very difficult to win. So, um, you know, Gregory, Kinlaw, Givens, Beal, all their second-team guys are all going to matter in this game. So they, their D-line's got to play, and, they, and they've and they got to maybe use Warner and Greenlaw to kind of dictate the tempo to golf at times.
3: Third lowest blitz rate for uh, Steve Wilkes in the National Football League, so I wonder if he gets away from that, as you're indicating, and brings a fifth if it's Fred Warner or somebody else. What's your concern level with Ambry Thomas playing with the the bad hand and really struggled against Green Bay?
1: I'm not concerned. I mean, I, I think Ambry is um, going to bounce back. I mean, he he had a real bad moment there where he lost his poise with the ball in the air. I mean, he he did the one thing that you just can't do, right? You can't wrap the guy up. Um, and that's what he did. He wrapped the guy up. So I'm sure he'll watch it. Um, he's He's got some really good traits. I mean, he's fast. He's long-armed. He's athletic. He might be their best athlete on the corner. And he's tough, and he'll hit. So they're going to need it in this game. Uh, Ambry, I I think he's going to help them this week because I think he's real physical against the run, and Montgomery is a horse. Uh,
2: The skill position player on the Lions offense who scares you the most is?
1: Jameer Gibbs. Because Jameer Gibbs is a great player, and he's super explosive, and he can beat you as a runner. He gets yards after contact, he can beat you as a receiver. He's dynamic. is He's one of the most dynamic players in the league. He's, he was a great pick. I mean, they, they a lot of people said they reached for him, but he they took him in the first round. He's a he's an explosive runner receiver. I mean, there's McCaffrey, but Gibbs is terrific.
3: I'm surprised you didn't say Amon-Ra, considering he'll be in the slot and a real handful there. Is it because you think Deion or Lenore can handle him there, Larry? No,
1: it's just because I just had oh. to pick between Aces. I mean, to be completely <laughs> honest guys, this is you, the, this is why I mean, I kind of look at this like the 84 Bears came to candlestick and the and the Niners shut them out 23 nothing. And then in 85 the Bears were like unbelievable. That's what I really see with this Lions team. They're the, the next year Lions are going to be crazy good. But they're a year ahead of schedule and um they're going to be tough to beat here. They're rugged, but they don't they don't have great corners. They have weaknesses to their game. And I think the 49ers are going to be able to do a lot offensively. Do you and score a lot of points?
2: Yeah, Larry, do you, Larry Kruger with us. Do you buy into the labels on the coaches, which is that Kyle Shanahan in the playoffs skews too conservative, Dan Campbell skews maybe too reckless. Um, do you buy into those and how do those affect this game?
1: So that's an awesome question, Mark, because, you know, you're totally right. I mean, Campbell goes for it all the time on fourth down. Shanahan is like third lowest uh, rate at going for it in the NFL. So um, he's much more conservative. I don't know. You know, that's a hard thing to evaluate. The one thing that's nice is that they tend to get touchdowns in the red zone under Purdy, and they don't settle for field goals nearly as, they did, nearly as much as they did with Jimmy. That's a good thing. But, you know, that's going to be a key factor, and there's no question.
3: Well, let's let's have it, Larry. Enough beating around the bush and handing out accolades to my partner. Yep. Score prediction: You were so close against Green Bay. What do you think, Larry? What's the final? How how much are we going to celebrate, or are we? That's a great question. That's Jim. better. That's much better. Like <laughs> that? Yeah, I mean, you, you told him it was an awesome question. <laughs> it was. It was a. It was a question, and it was awesome that he asked it, yeah. but. That makes it an awesome Larry. question. Yeah, it hurts, Larry. That there, hurt. Me. I mean, yeah. I mean, your question was a
1: question. Thank you. Um, Mediocre at best. Uh, but then I follow Mark on Twitter sometimes, and he's so negative when he talks about the Giants. Yeah,
2: I've had it. I've had it up to here, Larry. I've had it. Just, I wish you'd be more
1: positive, like the rest
2: of us. Well, I'm trying, exactly. but it's Friday, and so I got to just spill my best material out right now. <laughs>
1: I'm going Niners 31 20. I think it's going to be like a 31 13 game, and um, and then the Lions are going to get a touchdown late. Um, the scary part is the same way Dallas had it had Irvin and Emmett and Novacek and those guys. I mean, they were you know great trio of, of weapons. This team with Laporta, Amon Ra, and then the combo of Montgomery and Gibbs. I mean, the, this is an awesome group of weapons but um but i think i think they'll pressure goff and he'll make some mistakes
2: hey before you go that safety position jair brown are we gonna see more of him or 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 still logan ryan
1: you know what i wanted to ask this question at the press conference like this steve jair brown's gotta play agree (laughs) (laughs) dot
2: dot dot right Right?
1: (laughs) Right? we're on the same page right (laughs) um but I had to ask it a little bit more respectfully, and I did say, you know, what are you doing? I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I mentioned the fact that...
2: That's so much that, more respectful, Larry. <laughs> hey, Steve, what are you doing out there? I, I was watching. What do you, like, What did you say you yeah, do? What, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing?
1: <laughs> no, that was Brock Purdy to Ray Ray. Right. No, right. Uh, no uh, this, you know, Steve um, doesn't want to be disrespectful to the veteran, but I said, you know... Uh, it, obviously, uh, Logan Ryan was not good against the run, and you had the long fifty-three yard run. Are you going to consider going back to Brown? And he was non-committal, saying that you know it'll be decided later in the week. But he also mentioned starting. So I think I think you go with Jair Brown. I mean, it's a two hundred and twenty-five pound running back who's a horse to bring down, and he's great at. And Gibbs is no picnic. You need all good run defenders on hand. Um so there's no question. Jair Brown can hit you like a linebacker. Logan Ryan is a great cover guy. This is the way I'd play it. I'd go with I'd go with Jair in the first half, and then if the game becomes one sided and bit and golf's got to come back, then you trot uh Logan Ryan in there a little bit more and use him in his coverage ability against the pass.
3: Do you sense that they have a reluctance to play rookies in general, Larry, in these spots? Um You know that's a great question because um, you know Jalen. No, it really is. Like
1: Jalen Graham, someday is going to be fantastic, and people are going to be like, "Jalen Graham was on that team. He barely ever played. That's amazing." You know, he's he's going to be really good. So I don't know. I mean, I I kind of think they've been conservative in certain spots, but I mean, what are you going to argue with Shanahan at this point? I mean, they're in their fourth NFC Championship in the last five years.
2: Uh, Larry, ask us anything. Um, are you guys going to be in
1: Vegas?
2: It's a great question, Larry. It's a great question. It's an awesome question, actually.
1: Um, yeah, so I'm going to be in Vegas, and, and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, buying you guys drinks. If wait, you're there. wait a
2: minute. Are you there either way? Or, like, a crazy person? Well,
1: no, I'm not going to be there if the Lions are okay. the Chiefs. Well, yeah. gee, that's a no, pretty... At that point, I'll probably just, you know, enjoy my family.
2: Uh, well, I mean, it, it was a pretty presumptuous way to answer. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be in Vegas. I'm like, my well, God. I'm planning he's on the, winning. I'm planning games... on watching
1: the Niners win on Sunday.
2: All right. All right, fine. Be confident,
1: um, guys. Be yeah. confident. Think, think All
2: be right. positively. All right, so then ask again. Ask again if we're going to be in Vegas. Let's go. Ask me again. Well,
1: if we're in Vegas, you know we gotta we gotta hook up and and you know hang out and
2: drink some beers and tear it up. Yeah, yeah. that's not what I said. I said ask me yeah. if I'm gonna be in Vegas because I'm not going to Vegas. But anyway, I'll be there, Larry. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I wish I was I, gonna I be there. You're
1: known well in Vegas. Well,
2: well, well, yeah. Might might be why I'm not going. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Am I Larry. Right? Yeah. Great questions, bud. Great answers too.
1: I think the other day I stayed at a place. The last time I went there, I stayed at the Mark Willard Suite. It was a really nice place. And they
2: spell that S W E E T, brother. <laughs> um hey Sweet. Hey, who's getting donuts? I bet dibs. He's got to get me donuts if any of these four players are Giants on opening day. Any of oh, them. This
1: should be This should be good. All okay. I need yeah. is one got? of
2: these. All I need is one of them.
1: Okay, let uh, it. That would Cor- be a great all-star list. Cor-
2: Cor- <laughs> Corbin Burns of the Brewers. Okay. That would be nice. Cody Bellinger. Co- Co- Mar-
1: yeah. right? Cody Bellinger. Got to
2: uh, have Cody Bellinger. Uh, Blake Snell. Uh, or- I don't
1: know about Blake Snell. That's going to cost a lot, but he, yeah. he would be nice. But I don't see that. The- I don't see that.
2: Or Matt Chapman. If any one of those four are Giants on opening day, He's got to get donuts. If none of them are, then I do. Who's getting donuts?
1: Oh, you, you say who, you're betting on they are going to do it? You're He's doing, betting on Farhan. They, they, they,
2: I'm, I bet the yeah. don't.
1: Well, you know what? God, I, I'm, I, I'm, I mean, you know, everybody knows me knows I'm an eternal optimist. Oh, so you're known
2: for it. (laughs) uh, Your Twitter handle is at (laughs) eternaloptimist.
1: Yeah, in fact, I'm changing the Krug Show from the Krug Show to the Optimist Krug Show. Uh, It's going to be really good. You're going to learn the second channel.
3: Perfect. No, uh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't know. I can't answer, Mark. I, I, it's, it's too much pressure. There's too much pressure. Wow, wow, wow. Stop
3: ducking us. They absolutely no, no. have the I'll, bailout. They're
1: gonna get, they'll get Chapman. At, at the, worst thing, the, the worst they'll do is Chapman. But here's the bottom line on that. Casey Schmidt, I talked to him for an hour three weeks ago.
2: Whoop. Yeah, totally. No, out. you don't. Hold on. Me. Stop right there. No, you didn't. No, you did. did. You did not. What did you guys get? Coffee? You went and got. You got nachos together. You talked to Casey Schmidt for an absolute hour. This is a real statement you're making. Well, it's not just a real statement, Mark. It's actually a, a
1: YouTube live stream that people can go watch. Okay, it's beautiful.
2: And, and, it's a beautiful and, thing. and it's not. It's and it's no thing. less than an hour. It was longer than an hour. And and was uh, anybody else there talking to him, or were you solos? Just you and Casey sitting in a tree.
1: Uh, like the great Dan Coach Emilio, uh-huh. who, who has the uh, NorCal Sports Network. I know. YouTube channel. I know what you're talking. The great about. Dan Coach Emilio was there as well. Okay, and it was it was really good. And one of Dan's, uh, you know, side kicks on the show was there as well. And we just hung out with Casey and just he, I don't know how Danny booked him, but he booked him, and we hung out. We talked ball, and um, you know, he I think he's good, and I I think that a lot of people think that. You know, oh well, he not a good enough offensively. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to spend see the Giants spend 150 million dollars on Matt Chapman when you have a younger, healthier, you know, Casey Schmidt sitting right there. I'd say it's like 50 50 that Schmidt will have better numbers than Chapman. Hmm. So I mean, I wouldn't do that. I mean, you know, I'd rather see them go with Cody Bellinger or Jorge Soler. How nice would Jorge Soler be with the Giants? Really nice, right-handed power hitter, 35 jacks. You know, I mean, he would be nice. Uh, not would, getting you know, him
2: either. Would you still say that if Casey hadn't come on your show?
3: No, I, that's I'm a, a great Casey question Smith mark. Guy, <laughs> 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 Look at Willard with these probing questions. Well, listen, that would have been a perfect time for. Yeah. Oh, that's a great question.
1: Yeah, I asked the tough that, ones. That was not a great question. That was just probing crap. That was that was bottom feeder. No, you know that, that, No, it was I a court. It line, was a. You're it, better than that. It you're was a. It that, was Mark. a courtroom
2: question. Is what it, it was. was. Leading is what. what it yeah. Was. When I was sick this week, I watched uh, a few Good Men. So I'm in the. <laughs> I, I, I'm in the mood to lead the witness right now. You don't baby. have to
3: answer that, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you
2: have right. the truth? I do. Totally. I do. Um, and I think yes, the truth he,
1: is. So Casey's uh, Casey has ability, guys. He's he's got a great glove. I mean, think about it this way. How many young guys have you ever seen in your entire life who played third base and were really good at third base? Just asked in their rookie season. Oh, hey, by the way, play shortstop every day. I'm,
2: we get it. He came on your show. I'm, we get it. No, but he's
1: a, that was, was a it. tall ask, and yeah. his bat suffered. But you know what? That guy's a, was a good hitter in the minors. He'll figure it out. He's he, that's a good young player. That's like they hit on him. They just he just it got, sounds you know, like you are hitting ball, on him. All come together. Yeah.
2: yeah. My I'm God,
1: saying, that's a force. They need Matt Chapman. They don't. <laughs> I could see the Giants signing Matt Chapman and having it be like an Evan Longoria Part 2 situation. Don't miss do we, Larry's YouTube yeah, channel we, where he
2: books you and then, we, then he praises you. Can we go back to talking about the NFC title game now?
1: Seriously. Sure.
2: All right. Good. Thanks. No, no, no. Dibs. We're, no, we're going to do it without
1: Dibs you. Drags us. See, anytime Dibs is in the room, it drags or back not. to baseball.
2: Uh, yeah, I know. That's me, Larry. I know. I'm Dibs. a Giants fan. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. Have fun.